Good evening and welcome to the Big Fight, a show that is young at 22. I'm Sanket Upadhyay. This is the oldest running debate show on Indian news television. Now, over the last few weeks, we've seen the conversations around religion have led to murders. It is a sad moment indeed where people are taking law in their own hands, killing people. Now, there are terror angles being investigated. There are WhatsApp posts under investigation. But in a different yet related case, a filmmaker is also facing FIRs for allegedly insulting goddess Kali, showing her smoking. Then Trinamool Congress MP2 made a comment that drew criticism from her opponents and her own party, where she said that her Kali is a meat-accepting goddess. She stands by her comment, but party has distanced itself. Dr. Shashi Tharoor of the Congress party came out in her defence and his party too has distanced itself from it. So the big fight today is on a larger issue now. None of us actually have a right to insult anyone else's religion. That is the basics, right? But are we getting hypersensitive about conversations around religion? Is discussing any aspect of religion itself turning out to be a criminal act? That a discussion around it may either get you killed or someone will take objection. Invariably. What does the law say here? So on the big fight tonight, Nupur, killings, Kali, Mahua. Religion, has it become an extremely touchy issue in this country? Alright, let's begin our discussion. I have with me Mr. Ratan Sharda. Uh, he's an author of RSS from an organization to a movement. Lalita Kumaramangalam is a member of the BJP. Zafar Sareshwala, former chancellor of the Maulana Azad National Urdu University. And Smita Prakash, editor of the ANI. Uh, let me begin by asking you, Mr. Ratan Sharda, do you feel that, uh, yes, it is a given that we cannot and we should not insult anyone's uh, faith or religion, but at the same time, do you feel we are getting into a territory where any conversation around religion, which digresses from a monolithic understanding of that religion, uh, is going to be, there will be action. And thus, we are creating a situation where talking about religion itself will become a problem. That someone or the other will take offense. Sanket, thanks for this particular debate. I hope it remains uh, serious the way it should be. Correct. Uh, now, when you say that uh, now you cannot speak about religion, you will remember that years back, Dr. Ambedkar wrote a book on riddles of Hinduism. Nobody banned it. Nobody raised a question. Everybody respectfully listened to him. And he wrote many other books which are offensive to one or the other religion. If we look at today's scenario. Fortunately for us, we had a typical Hindu ethos at that time where conversations, where discussions were open. Even if you're hurt, you would argue with the person, not try to kill the person. We had films continuously from independence onwards. When the Pandit was a rapist, raping women on the in the temple, we had... Malvis and Padris behaving very well, nice human beings. It went on. Villains used to have tilak. Nearly every villain used to have tilak and not anything else. We still said, okay, fine, it's going on. What has happened is now there is no more conversation. It's a one-way uh, dialogue where you can only speak good about other religions, but you cannot speak even from the scriptures. While Hindus have been open about it, slowly they realize that this freedom of expression is only one way where you can be insulted in the name of tolerance, in the name of patience, while other uh, people of other faith would not like anybody to comment upon them, nor even talk about that. Hurtful, see, insult definitely not, never. We should never insult any religion. But can we at least uh, talk about scriptures? When non-Hindus can pick up Hindu scriptures and try to teach what is Hinduism, why others cannot? So this one way, the thing that has happened for so long, suddenly Hindus have realized it, and they are talking back. They are not violent, they are talking back. Now, this talking back has created a huge problem. For example, if you look at Gyan Vapi, when this entire joke industry was very full of jokes, mm. jokes on Ram, jokes on Shiva, even in films, even in uh, stand-up comedy, etc. At that time, no police, no political party spoke. The day there was some uh, hot words on the TV channel debates, suddenly whole hell broke loose. So this kind of one-way street of... No, the, you know, Mr. Sharda, my, my question is, Lalita Kumara Manglam, my question is very specific. You see, there is a difference between uh, someone talking about religion and uh, between insulting a religion, a different religion. So if you talk about various... Miss Lalita Kumara Manglam uh, on the screen, please. 
So if yeah. uh, if we are talking about a particular aspect of a particular religion, uh, will that also be a criminal act now under this new paradigm as Mr. Ratan Sharda is describing that uh, Hindus have now started talking back and that is creating a problem? Because clearly one was a case of Nupur Sharma insulting another religion which by the way your own party did not agree with. You had to remove her. Okay, Sanket, um, first of all, let me say that, let me start by saying that both religion and being insulted is a very personal thing. Uh, I may be willing to accept somebody laughingly or perhaps even not so laughingly. And I say this only as an example, uh, saying something about one of the gods I pray to, but somebody else may not be willing to accept it. Neither of us may be wrong if you look at it from a personal point of view, but religion is personal. Uh, unfortunately, both politics and publicity seem to have taken over the discussions that we have about religion nowadays. And yes, Hindus have found a voice, Hindus have unified, all of this seems to get the go to many other people. But the point that I'd like to make here, and I've been saying this for eons, that when you are a person of, uh, you know, in a public face of a party, or an organization, or an MP, or a minister, or something like that, or a big journalist, or artist, etc., you must learn to hold both your tongue and your temper. You can't afford to make loose uh, remarks, uh, like what I think Justice Pardiwara and uh, Poe said, a loose tongue. You just can't afford it. Uh, whether this is right or wrong, um, it's left for others to judge. I don't think I want to judge this. But I must be aware of what the reality is, what is happening today, and learn not to be incautious. If you ask me, uh, well, what Nupur said was not factually wrong, because Hadid does say what she said. Perhaps the way she said it, she got uh, uh, irritated, angry, because of the way she was also being unnecessarily almost heckled on TV. But that's a very common thing that all of us, uh, when I was a spokesperson, it happened to me. But when I was a spokesperson, we were in opposition. So when you're in opposition, you get away by saying, uh, with saying a lot of things. When you're in the ruling party, you need to be more cautious about the way in which you present yourself or your words. This, I feel very strongly, should be there across the board. The same can be said about Mahua Maitma and the two Supreme Court uh, judges who made off-the-cuff remarks. No, you know, Ms. Kumara Mangalam, I'm not, I, I'm not going to sit in judgment on what... We must learn to be... No, no, I'm, I'm saying... No, no, I'm not going to sit in judgment of what the judges have we said. We a very incendiary atmosphere now, um, uh, Sanket. Which is exactly why I asked this question. Everybody needs to be careful about how they put across their point of view. Yeah, That's but then uh, one one is to be careful. The other is to instill a sense of fear. And when I when I am having this discussion, this is not only for Hinduism or only for Islam, but a general yeah. sense on the ground that uh, basically... Many people I know, Smita Prakash, who would much rather not talk about religion or any aspect of it for the fear of either uh, being hacked to death or for the fear of some FIR somewhere or the other. Now, that's not an ideal situation in a democracy where you build fear around religion. If you, uh, sir. I, I completely agree with you because, you know, see, uh, I am all for free speech, even if it offends, because offense meters can vary. You know, you can get offended about something. I, I need not necessarily get offended by it. But that's me as an individual. And I live in a society, so I can't do that. I mean, I, all of us have told our parents, have told our children or whatever, or our siblings that be careful what you tweet, what you put on uh, WhatsApp. And if I'm in that group, I can get into trouble. So don't do it. So all of us are super careful and walking on eggshells. As Lalita Ji said, that if we are in a position of some kind of influencing, with whether as a journalist or politician or whatever, you have to be a little more responsible. Now, religious practices in an ideal world, uh, as uh, Ratanji said, it's it's uh, it should be a private matter, individual matter, but a subject matter for some kind of theological discussion, whether in a debate or whether in I mean whether in a college, in a classroom, in a, uh, a TV debate. 
but then tv debates by nature have turned volatile now that's where the problem occurs this whole comment about you know somebody being crass or loose tongued or whatever it is it's all emerged from where not from articles in a newspaper it's come from tv debates now the entire matrix of a tv debate is to encourage a clash of wildly different points of view and when that happens it makes good tv what is good tv more viewers more hits so it's not just journalists who are to blame or spokespersons who are to blame I, it's also it's viewers because Prakash. if you try to bring about a in, point of in, view which is so boldly put across nobody the your your guest relations or your producers not going to invite here, me next here time here is the point no no here is the point uh how to debate and what to debate uh is actually uh, a function of journalistic freedom right you know this more than me uh, you've been a journalist for a longer time uh debates are meant to provoke uh, to get different ideas but at what time at what point do you provoke so much that you start insulting see there is a difference between provocation uh and insult i feel uh any provocation that borders on insult is a bad tv debate this is this is debating 101 as far as we here at ndtv are concerned my idea is not to insult you personally but to provoke you to perhaps get a get a debating point otherwise this will be a ted talk you know <laughs> not a debate but sanket that varies sanket that varies the gauge varies from tv debate to tv debate spokesperson to spokesperson yeah, party to party filmmaker to filmmaker that whether i am provoking you i'm insulting you i am crass crude i could use sophisticated language as well and insult a religion isn't it i could use it i could be crass and insulted but the point is i'm insulting it so it depends on the other person whether they see it as an insult or not sure. it depends on how the delivery style is but, but, as but per many do, people who say that it is crassly delivered so so you are saying that tv debates are to blame uh i would say that there are many things to blame over here no, uh, no. i would call them i i would uh, call a very strong network of whatsapp forwards also to blame for what is happening because they are way more powerful than than any tv debate all the material that goes around but zafar sareshwala i i i i take it uh, smita prakash that you agree with the assessment that we have become extremely touchy now as far as any discussion around religion is concerned uh yogen yadav is also with us zafar sareshwala uh what's your opinion do you feel as a nation we are getting extremely hypersensitive hyper emotional hyper aggressive and very very touchy about every aspect of religion everything offends us uh, you know saket uh, uh, i have a very different uh, take and i'll speak on what's happening within the muslim community particularly with regards to blasphemy with regards to tauhin e risalat means abuse of prophethood tauhin e ahle bait means uh, abuse of the children of the prophet now unfortunately this whole blasphemy business has gone uh, it has become a business and it started in pakistan almost 20 25 years back and why uh, you know and it has spilled over now here i mean uh the the kind of things uh, which have happened post nupur uh, udaipur uh, amravati you know people coming out uh, are you saying that this is some sort of a pakistanization of uh, yeah, I, I, of discourse no, well, well, I, let me complete yeah, yeah. see uh, i am not an islamic scholar but i have been studying this almost 25 years since this started in pakistan about blasphemy you know a couple of christian ladies were uh put inside the jail when uh, and recently a very renowned pakistani scholar was speaking just a few days back in his friday sermon he said this ke ye ab dhanda ban gaya hai yani it has become a business agar kisi ko fit karna ho to us pe tauhin e risalat ka dal do ab wo judge bhi kuch nahi bol sakta itni sensitive cheez hai ye ke na judge kuch bol sakta hai na wakil bol sakta hai log andar pade hue hain and he said this very last man ke pakistan ko aur islam ko agar kisi se nuksan ho sakta hai to wo pakistan se ho sakta hai ya musliman se ho sakta hai main ye baat yahan dohrana chahta hu ke musliman islam ko agar koi nuksan hoga hindustan mein to wo muslimano se pahunchega kisi aur se nahi see i am not bothered ke hardwar mein kya hua ya fala swami ne kya kaha aur nityanand ne kya kiya wo nuksan unka hoga 
लेकिन जो आज यहाँ हो रहा है यानी जो उदयपुर में हुआ जो नारे ये जो जो खासतौर से ये जो ये ये जो जुलूस निकले के तन से जुदा यानी प्रॉफिट की बेहुरमती उसकी एक ही सजा तन से जुदा सर तन से जुदा यानी जो गलत चीज जिसका इस्लाम से कोई ताल्लुक नहीं है इस्लाम में ब्लास्फेमी की कोई जगह नहीं है वो चीजें जो इस्लाम की थी नहीं वो आज यहाँ पर जो आ गई है तो मैं समझता हूं कि अब मुसलमानों को बहुत संजीदगी से और खास तौर से जो इस्लामिक स्कॉलर हैं इस मुल्क के ये कंडेमनेशन अब नहीं चलेगा अब उनको बाहर आना पड़ेगा और जो गलत चीजें और मैं बिल्कुल मानने के लिए आई टेल यू जफर सरेश वाला वॉट इज हैपनिंग इनफैक्ट क्वाइट दिट इज हैपनिंग वेर अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल द सेम the educated they are refraining from conversation mr yogendra yadav i am sure you must have also uh, met many of of your friends colleagues uh, you know who say it's better to keep quiet it it it, it must it's much better to stay quiet about these things you never know what will happen perhaps there is an fir under section 295a on its way uh, yes sir it is happening and of course it's very unfortunate Uh, but let me get the basics right. I'm sorry there was an audio, so I may have missed some conversation here. Uh, look, we are a country where all an overwhelming majority of people are religious. No, therefore, a certain respect for religious people is called for, not just for respect for other religions, but also for those who are non-believers. Everyone needs to be respected in this country. We have had. Decent laws, 295 is decent enough a law. We do not have a law of blasphemy, and we don't need one. We are an Islamic country. We are not a Hindu country. We don't need law for blasphemy. And earlier, all this used to be fine. I have grown up in an in, in a uh, locality uh, among Sikhs. There weren't many Muslims there, but there were lots of Sikhs. And I know when I was growing up, joking about others' religion. Used to be a very light, normal that could happen. Uh, what happened recently in the last few years is therefore a normal or natural thing that has happened. Uh, some other person mentioned, uh, Dr. Ambedkar wrote very frankly about Hinduism, uh, think that uh, you know you are not able to speak. Not just that, in literature, if you read uh, a character called Sir Kaka, written by Hari Mohan, I mean those kinds of things start saying today. You would find yourself in jail. So, from a very healthy, normal, liberal culture, we are going for a very intolerant culture, and that is not happening spontaneously. That's my only what you say, sir. You are saying is no. This is not happening. This is being made to. There is a design behind. Yogin Yadav, how will you respond to Mr. Ratan Sharda, who says that now the Hindu has found his voice? So far, he was, or he or she was told to keep quiet about these things. Now they are speaking up, and that is what has called caused the problem. It's that speaking uh, it's up which is the problem. It is an astonishing statement. Uh, I'm sure he wants to score a point against the Congress party, which of course he should. But why is he scoring a point against Atul Bihari Vajpayee as well? So after five years of Bihari Vajpayee's prime ministership, Hindus did not find a voice. Which, you know, BJP has ruled in so many states for the last 25 years. Hindu did not find a voice. Only when Mr. Modi became prime minister, Hindus found a voice in this country. I mean, which country are you talking about? Anyway, I will not respond to these uh, laughable things, but let's get serious. Look, the point is that we have the real issue here is not Hindus talking about Muslims or Muslims talking about Hindus. One of the most important things is Hindus talking about Hinduism. There has been a very, very long tradition in this country because Hinduism is not like Islam; it's a different kind of religion. And the beauty of this religion is that there are multiple traditions, there are multiple gods, there are there is no one say one god that everyone has to accept. There is no one text that everyone has to accept. That is what has generated a very healthy culture of debate. Comments, critical comments within Hinduism, mm. and unfortunately, that is what is also being sought to be closed. 
And okay, that would be a tragedy comment. for Hinduism. It would be a tragedy for India. But before and we I discuss could... Hinduism, you know, Zafar Sareshwala had a very important point. You know, radicalized statements were being made. Sir Tanse Juda is an extremely radicalized call yeah. to kill people. This was being made on the ground. You can't, uh, yes, so in you our can't look country, away from this. In our country, there is absolutely no space for anyone saying Sir Tanse Similarly, no space for anyone using a Dharam Sansar to say 20, and, uh, 20 lakh Muslims should be killed. And Both these unconstitutional statements and people who are these things should find themselves in jail. Hmm. This is not about religious tolerance. This is this is about straight. a matter of law. Straight He's away, it is straight a, this is a criminal act. Ratan Sharda, very quickly before I'll I'll come to you, Smita Prakash. Just one moment, uh, Ratan Sharda first, Mr. Sharda. You see, uh, when we talk about Hindus finding their voice and speaking up for what they believe in, what do they believe in? Are we assuming that all Hindus believe in the exact same thing? Uh, are we saying that Hinduism is some sort of a monolith? Because in the case of, uh, in the case of Mahua Moitra, that's exactly the point that she's making. That, uh, all those taking offense with what I have said are those who have a very Brahminical, North Indian, patriarchal understanding of Hinduism. Because in West Bengal, and in the east of this country, uh, you know, non-vegetarian food is offered uh, in front of the deity, Kali. And she just reiterated a fact. How do you respond to this? Whose Hinduism is more important uh, to qualify as having been hurt? First of all, let me just put one sentence about uh, Modi and all that. See, Modi is not the cause of what Hindu is saying now. Hindu issue has, Hindu's feeling have been, have been rising for years now and 2014 only got a voice. It is not that it is not happening earlier on because the ridicule of only Hindu religion in the name of uh, one-sided debate as I said in the beginning that the debate would also be on the Hindu side. No other religion could be discussed. No other religion could be, uh, you know, countered. That is point one. Uh, one uh, I think someone made a very pertinent point uh, yeah, uh, about uh, Ms. Kumar Mangar religion is personal. Unfortunately or fortunately, the fact of life is that only Hindu religion is personal but both Islam and uh, and Christianity are social religion because they have got concept of mass salvation. I am not for or against. I am just clarifying one point. Secondly, we talked about uh, the way we look at the secularism. In the name of secularism, we try to de, uh, you know, create a immoral Dharmic state, which India is not. Indians are deeply religious, whether they are Christian, whether they are Hindu or Muslim. But sweating away religion in the name of secularism, which the kind of Western concept that we didn't have, also created a problem because we had we stopped dialogues. We simply sweated away any religious feeling, and we thought that's fine with the the society, which was not. And uh, about the uh, about uh, you asked me about Mahua uh, Moitra. I, it has been clarified in the religious debate. This is not a religious debate, so I cannot really clarify that non-veg or drinks, whether they offer to Bhut, Pishacha or to Devi. That is a religious debate that has been done yesterday by a lot of people who made this point. I don't know how to make that point. My point is Mohua Mutra, uh, Moitra made the statement to in connection with the film poster that was released by another lady. So that is the context. Context is not about what the uh, Kali Mata takes or does not take. I, I'll, since she's not here, Mr. Sharda, I'll just tell you the context uh, uh, because she gave an interview to NDTV and in that interview she said that not one word has been mentioned about uh, her accepting uh, Kalima smoking. What she said right. that the no. Kali, that the yeah. goddess Kali that I know is, uh, is, is, is a meat-eating goddess. And she said Fine, that this, I, I base this comment in fact. Yeah. By the no. way, her own party does not agree with this. No, that is, the, that is the hypocrisy. That party has a different stance for Nopo, different stance for Mahua Moitra. We are into the debate whether we should be discussing religion or not. We okay. should be. But it is a timing. She puts, puts her point of view when the poster comes out, when there is already society is in the boil, then it keeps on asserting the point. I don't think she has read scriptures. She understands what kind of uh, no food is offered to Devi or to any other deity. Okay. Zafar Sareshwala, you, so you see the point is, at what point do I... 
take offense first of all how much uh, religious tolerance should i have to absorb what is being said about my religion when should i take offense and when should i be so offended that i end up doing these absolutely ridiculous things that have happened like sar tan se juda a preposterous See, statement to make and i don't know why it is why why people accept it See, or I are shy about talking you know talking about it yeah sanket you know i feel that now we should move towards solutions i mean this is happening far too long we need to spread love we need to remove hatred and the most important part see everybody has right to follow his or her religion everybody but i should feel that you know my utterances don't harm somebody's belief i mean i have no right i have to be very cautious and particularly people who are in the public domain i mean they have to be very cautious because it is a sensitive issue so i think you know people jisko hum apni zuban mein kehte hain ki you know people's belief system their uh, sanctity what they think uh, uh, you know and what are those sensitivity issues and which was very rightly pointed out by jay shankar our foreign minister you know in one of uh, uh, this uh, conclave an anchor asked him that how are we as a democracy of this large proportion taking lectures from countries which are theocratic which are kingdom and why are we taking those lectures he very categorically he said that we don't consider these as lectures and lessons it is about sensitivity so i think me i have to be very cautious about people's sensitivity and particularly the religious beliefs and most important we need to come to an axiom which we used to have i agree to disagree but we should draw a line where it uh, that offense becomes disagreement or disagreement becomes offense yeah Now, but under no circumstances should there be a call to violence which should be justified whether it is in a dharm sansad or whether it is sar tan se juda none of this should be acceptable uh, lalita ji before i come to you please do stay on i also have with me mr ramesh biduri lok sabha mp of the bharatiya janata party biduri ji main sabse pehle aapse ye puchna chahta hu abhi yahan par charcha jo ho rahi thi usme ye baat ho rahi ki ek samanvay banane ki zarurat hai dharmon mein aapas mein ek ek samvad banane ki zarurat hai kyunki ab ho ye gaya hai ki ab hum log itne इतने छुई मुई हो गए हैं धार्मिक मुद्दों पर कि बहुत जल्दी जल्दी हम आहत हो जाते हैं संकेत जी पहले तो मैं ये सोचने लगे कि शायद मुझे अपना अपने आप को चैनल पर सेक्युलर शो करने के लिए बैठा दिया मूर्त दिखाने के लिए कि सबके व्यू आप लेते जा रहे हैं तीन तीन बार पर मुझे शायद भूल गए लेकिन धन्यवाद आपको मेरी याद आई लेकिन संकेत जी देखो ये जो सर तन से जुदा ये तो नुपुर एक बहाना है और निशाना कहीं और है निशाना कहीं और है ये तो 2011 में याद करो थोड़ा पीछे जाए खादिम रिजवी पाकिस्तान के जो टीएलपी से बिलोंग करते थे अब उसका साथ भी उसी भाषा को बोलते उनकी तो डेथ हो गई दो में खाली जी की उन्होंने नारा पाकिस्तान में चलाया था जी सभी मुस्लिम स्कॉलर इस बात को दोहराए जा रहे हैं और आपने भी एक बहुत अच्छी बात कही कि सभी लोग पोलिटिकल लोग भी अगर प्रोवोकिंग की भाषा में ना बोलकर इसको उसी भाषा में जो आप कह रहे हैं तो केरल में मैं जाना चाहता हूं दिसंबर के अंदर केरल के अंदर वसीम अल हकानी ने क्या कहा था जैसे जी जैसे जो बोला जो शब्द बोला मैं भाषा में बोलना नहीं चाहता तो केरल में जो सरकार चल रही है उस सरकार में बीजेपी के ही एक नेता हैं अनूप उन्होंने कंप्लेंट की और अनूप एंटोनी की कंप्लेंट को पुलिस में डीजीपी तक से मिले किसी ने नोट ही नहीं किया अंतोष गत्वा उनको सीजीएम की कोर्ट में जाना पड़ा सीजीएम ने 153 के अंदर सिस के अंदर उसको कॉग्रीजेंस लिया और एफआईआर आई लॉन्च करने के ऑर्डर दे दिए लेकिन आज तक आठ महीने में कोई एक्शन नहीं हुआ दूसरा मैं कहना चाहता हूं नुपुर जी को जो कोर्ट कर करके जो बहाना बना रहे लोग जो उन्होंने बोला वसीम जी ने उन्होंने जो बोला दिसंबर में या मैं जाना चाहता हूं सरवर चिस्ती के पास जो कोटा में उन्होंने बोला नवंबर दिसंबर के अंदर सरवर चिस्ती ने जिस भाषा को उपयोग किया जो मोहित्रा ने और अभी जिस भाषा का उपयोग किया अभी जो काली की डायरेक्टर हैं लीना जी 
वही नुपुर ने बोला था किसी की भावनाएं आहत हुई उन्होंने भी ये कहा कि हमारे देवी देवताओं का बैकग्राउंड ऐसा है टीवी डिबेट पे बोलते हैं कि तुम प्राइवेट पार्ट की पूजा करते हो ये एक्शन का रिएक्शन नहीं होगा तो अगर नुपुर ने भी हकीकत के मैं उसका समर्थन नहीं करना कि नुपुर को कीचड़ में पत्थर डालोगे तो कीचड़ ऊपर आएगी नुपुर जी से वो गलती हो गई कीचड़ में पत्थर फेंक दिए उन्होंने ये लोग कीचड़ फैला रहे थे नुपुर जी ने भी पत्थर फेंक दिया नहीं फैलाना चाहिए था जी इस देश का सभी मुसलमान कट्टरपंथी नहीं है ये प्रॉब्लम है मोदी जी से लोगों को कुछ कट्टरपंथियों को जो पीएफआई के दलाल बनकर देश में बैठे हुए हैं लेकिन बिदुरी जी मेरा सवाल मेरा सवाल आपसे एक और है बिदुरी जी मेरा सवाल आप सुन लीजिए मेरा सवाल ये है कि इसको शांत करने की और एक ऐसा संवेदना भरा माहौल बनाने की यू नो एन एनवायरमेंट ऑफ पीस एंड क्वाइट इसकी जिम्मेदारी किसकी है ठीक है इस तरीके वी डिवाइडेड अच्छा होता दिसंबर की घटना पर सीताराम केसरी का कंडम आता अच्छा होता कि कांग्रेस के नेता राहुल गांधी का कोटा के बयान पर कोई स्टेटमेंट आता तो काहे को नुपुर को यह बात जवाब देना पड़ता अगर इनके स्टेटमेंट आ जाते और अगर उस वशीन जो अल हकामी है उसके खिलाफ एफआईआर दर्ज होने के बाद उसकी गिरफ्तारी दिसंबर में हो गई होती तो लोगों को लगता है कि कोई एक्शन तो होता ही नहीं जब उसका कुछ नहीं मेरा क्या होगा तो शुरुआत किसने की राहुल के भी बर्फ जम गई जवान के अंदर अब मोहित्रा बोल रही हैं तो ममता ने पल्ला झाड़ लिया ये उसका व्यक्तिगत बयान हो सकता है अगर वो उसका व्यक्तिगत बयान है तो नुपुर का भी व्यक्तिगत बयान है भाजपा ने भी उनको सस्पेंड कर दिया है तो सेक्यूलर उनके मुंह में बर्फ जम गई दस दिन बाद आपने सस्पेंड किया है जब बहुत तब उससे पहले नहीं किया था अरे भाई दिसंबर की घटना पर वशीम को तो आज तक कुछ नहीं किया आज तक सर्वर को तो आज तक राजस्थान की पुलिस कह रही है तुम कह दो कि वो खालिद के लिए कह रही है तुम कह दो मैं नशे में था मैं नशे में था तब कह रहा है ये नुपुर की घटना नहीं होती अजमेर का जो वो बोल रहा था चिश्ती का जो सेक्रेटरी बोल रहा है राजस्थान की पुलिस जाती कोटा में कैसे बयान दे दिया सर्वर ने इस बात का जो सर्वर का बयान था आई एम सॉरी संकेत जी ये तो देखो जो आपने कहा ना पॉलिटिकल आदमियों को सेंसिटिविटी के साथ में आगे बढ़ना चाहिए बीजेपी ने दस दिन बाद उसको सस्पेंड किया आपने सस्पेंड कर तो दिया लेकिन आज मोहित्रा को तो तुरंत कर देना चाहिए था ना ममता बनर्जी को कंडम क्यों बर्फ जम गई कांग्रेस के लोगों के क्यों बर्फ जम गई तुम्हारे सोकाल सेक्युलर और कम्युनिस्ट लोगों के मुंह के अंदर वो कहते हैं जो हमारे दादा हैं स्वागत राय जी वो कहते हैं नुपुर के खिलाफ एक्शन नहीं हुआ तो इसके खिलाफ भी क्यों अरे नुपुर को पार्टी से निकाल दिया अपने इंडिपेंडेंट का डिसीजन हो सकता है सी बैंक टू सुप्रीम कोर्ट अब सुप्रीम कोर्ट जो डिसीजन देगा देगा आपको एक उदाहरण दे दू भाई रामायण के बहुत सारे रामायण के बहुत सारे वर्जन है इस देश में बहुत सारे वर्जन है अलग अलग रामायण है उसकी कल्पना अलग अलग तरीके से की है तो नुपुर का वर्जन भी आई एम सॉरी रामायण के आई एम सॉरी संकेत भाई अगर रामायण के वर्जन है काली के वर्जन है तो क्या जो नुपुर ने बोला उसके वर्जन नहीं है उसके वर्जन नहीं है नहीं नहीं क्या वो अगर अगर उन्होंने कुछ गलत नहीं किया तो फिर आप कार्रवाई क्यों कर लिया आपने ऑब्वियसली वॉट शी सेट एन दैनर इन विच शी सेट वॉज रॉन्ग अल्पसंख्यकों के साथ अन्याय हो रहा है आपको जो सूट नहीं करेगा तो वर्जन का ढूंढते फिरेंगे हम लोग ये वर्जन की बात नहीं है विदुरी जी ऐसा है ये एक्शन आप ही की सरकार ने लिया है एंड दैट टू वेन ऑल इस्लामिक नेशन वर अप अगेंस्ट आर्म्स अप इन आर्म्स अगेंस्ट यू हमारी सरकार ने किसी भी नेशन इस्लामिक नेशन के खिलाफ कोई ऐसा कभी भी कोई डिसीजन नहीं लिया जी हमारी सरकार देश के प्रधानमंत्री ने आज जो गरीबों की आवश्यकता की पूर्ति के जो सारे नियम बनाए गए वो सबके लिए सबका साथ सबका विकास okay. क्या सिलेंडर ले रहे हैं तो अल्पसंख्यक लोग नहीं ले रहे हैं क्या मकान ले रहे हैं तो अल्पसंख्यक लोग नहीं ले रहे हैं हमारी सरकार देश के प्रधानमंत्री सवा करोड़ लोगों को टारगेट बनाकर काम कर रहे हैं लेकिन इन लोगों को दर्द है सर्वर जैसे जो पीएफआई से फंडिंग करते हैं वो जो लीना बैठी हुई है ना वहां पर कनाडा में वो भी पीएफआई की फंडिंग मिलेगी उसके पीछे भी आपको देख लेना आप ये सब बिके हुए लोग हैं ये भारत की अस्मिता को बेच रहे हैं अपने चंद सिखों के चक्कर में इनका निशाना नुपुर नहीं है निशाना कहीं और है okay. नुपुर तो बहाना है ओके राइट मिस्टर बिदुरी थैंक यू वेरी मच फॉर ज्वाइनिंग अस थैंक यू वेरी मच फॉर योर व्यूज घनश्याम तिवारी स्पोक्स पर्सन ऑफ द समाजवादी पार्टी इज ऑल्सो नाउ ज्वाइन अस घनश्याम तिवारी वॉट वुड यू लाइक टू से बेसिकली वॉट वी आर डिस्कसिंग इज वेदर इट इज नुपुर शर्मा द किलिंग्स काली कॉमेंट महुआ मोहित्रा 
religion, do you feel, has now become an extremely touchy issue, an extremely emotional issue where people get hypersensitive and hyperactive and uh, we rush to apply Section 295A? Good evening, Sanket, to you, the viewers, and my fellow uh, co-panelists. I want to congratulate BJP for making toxic religious statements, the national sport in India, and uh, the uh, a large number of, of uh, Godi media anchors as the new Babu Bajrangi of this BJP brigade. You have election in Uttar Pradesh that is, uh, you, we see these, these uh, kind of advertisements on taxpayers' money every day. Election in Uttar Pradesh is held on the foundation of 80-20 hate speech. Most Godi media celebrates it. Anchors go out and, and uh, cut ribbons for BJP buses. This is a success of Bharatiya Janata Party. And I think Nupur and others are just outcomes of that success that uh, BJP currently cannot face because of, uh, of uh, issues internationally, but would are cheering within themselves. And the fact that we are sitting here at a time when rupee is sliding, economy is in doldrums, jobs are not getting created, uh, constitution and, and federal structure has made, uh, is, is under everyday attack, and discussing these things that by itself cannot create jobs. This discussion will not lead to job creation in India, but it will lead to more leaders like Adityanath rising in, in BJP, whose core foundation has, built, has been built on violent form of, of political outburst. And if there is one po political party that has the largest number of cases against them before coming to power on promoting enmity among communities, that is Bharatiya Janata Party. So they have successfully taken that what was uh, a criminal charge into a national sport where their, their leaders are excelling and turning in, in India into this place. Final point is, there used to be a time when people would come to India and discover the diversity, the secular country that we were, and the, the liberal as well as peaceful ways by which this country celebrates all religions, all festivals, all of its history and legacy. Today, people of India will slowly have to go outside to see what this kind of paradigm would mean. Uh, there will be times when this can only be read from the past, but you will not see this in day-to-day. -day. If day-to-day okay, -day I'm going to have to give a right to reply to uh, Mr. Ratan Sharda and then Lalita Kumara Mangalam on the points that have been made by Mr. Tiwari. Uh, Mr. Sharda, to you first. Uh, well, Mr. Tiwari has the standard script which he repeats in every debate. I would not want to get into that debate because that would actually uh, disturb the discussion that you are having. Mm -hmm. We know who created, uh, who killed Ram Sevaks, we know who said that, you know, Muslims are first rate sector. I will not get there. I will not even get into the issue that the, the before 2014 there were no riots. Everything was hunky-dory. I will not get into that. I am getting into something more serious. You know, uh, Barkhadat wrote an article way back saying that I have, have we become secular extremists. And she said maybe because we are turned secular extremists, we see all this, all these issues cropping up. We see this hateful uh, industry coming up. This was around 1990, I think, not now. So that particular observation is very important that when we become secular, we try to be extremist where we will take a swipe at uh, one kind of religion, but not anywhere else. Now coming to solution side, Mr. Zafar Sarishwan, I think, has left, made a very pertinent point that we should try to find solution. To my mind, solution is to get over secular extremism. We need to start religious teaching in the school of every religion. So let us know what other religion says. Unfortunately, today Muslim, uh, the Islamic schools have a Quran, the Christian schools have a Bible, and Hindu schools have nothing. Why not have teaching of every religion in every place so we understand each other's religion? That is very important. Thirdly, while doing the research on all these issues, why this kind of uh, extremism is global. It is not Indian. Please remember, every country in the world is facing this kind of radical Islam, this kind of terror. So what is the reason? There is one organization called Nahdatul Ulama, on which I have written an article also recently will come up, who, which was started by Abdul Wahab Chasbul in 1926 in Indonesia. What was it? Hmm. It was regarding trying to stop sure. conservatism, radicalization of Islamic yeah, society. But I'll come to you. And, ha yeah. and have a moderate Islam, which will allow the people to be modern, civil, follow uh, Panchashila of Indonesia, and they have succeeded to a great extent. They have got a membership of nearly 50 million to 90 million, and they have been called by Thailand to, to uh, fight extremism. They have, they have been invited to government even in Indonesia. This is the kind of firm approach by uh, scholars like uh, Mr. Zafar and others who need to take very boldly and not follow the Maulanas and Maulvis 
what has happened in india is that we have allowed the muslim politics to be taken over by molanas and molvis of whom sub samajwadi party is very happy and carries them in in their own lap by you know allowing them to make but but, but see the reverse of it is also the the bjp comes under sharp criticism of allowing the reverse of it also well i can does, extremism does, does be replaced by another the, form of extremist the, view no no does does bjp support dharm sansad it has not it has taken action they have been jailed their case have been put up and that is the point and if bjp is no what case you had yati narsingha nand who came I out on bail the bail condition said that you cannot deliver any is, speech and here he was in buradi delivered another speech the my point is we cannot have you know the goodwill mission sitting in you know 2000 people talking the nice about each other religion we have to understand we have to sit together we as i said we have to create organizations which will take take care of extremism and and then how and, do you respond to this view that that the prime minister with his enormous pull can uh, get this going smita prakash how would you respond to this you know this has been said on a number of occasions no. that the prime minister must step uh, in sanket the thing is yeah so uh, i agree that uh, at some point of time you will need somebody to take leadership of of this new uh, conversation that we have to have in this country but just now ratan sharda talked about a term called secular extremism it's a very strong uh, term but yes there is a blowback because i just want to be very short in this the how because of the intellectualization of this loose talk that is why it has happened because right uh, sanket look people will giggle over karwa chauth but they dare not laugh about fasting during eid you laugh at people will laugh at naked sadhus at kumbh mela but they dare not talk about digambar jains you will laugh about uh, you know at the trishul but you will not laugh about the kirpan why why is that this intellectual duplicity that has happened that is the reason why radicals or why the strong arm of uh, the hindu faith has reacted and said that if there is if we are going to go down the sensitivity path then it has to flow both ways or multiple multiple ways if we are to bring back that golden era of secularism where everybody loved each other and everybody continued to be the way they were and had freedom to practice and profess their faith then be sensitive to all religions not just one religion because you fear retribution by saying something which is crass or loose okay a uh, quick closing comments yogen yadav i want to come back to you do you feel that uh, a set of belief that people should keep their religion to themselves uh, is a better way to go about it which i think is bound to fail in a country like india because we are deeply religious or that everybody wears their religion on their sleeve and respects the other for doing the same uh sanket even before we had mentioned in this fact there has a long standing tradition accepting it. you follow it. i follow it. not in private forms most of the religions in this country are public religions and people have developed norms about where to draw how to accept and within i would once again repeat there has been very healthy tradition of contestations within hinduism what is today called hinduism that is needs to be protected i would again repeat the problem not with the people the problem is the leaders that there is mid industry which is being perpetuated from the top that is needs to be dismantled that is what needs to be questioned and the beginning must be made by the most popular leader of this country today namely narendra modi if the top leader is quite about this kind happening in the country then the signal is all right go ahead don't worry and okay. that is what needs to be challenged and I, yeah one more second i was talking to share about hindu schools muslim schools sikh schools sir from what i know schools run by sikh community do teach sikhism run by muslim communities do teach muslim islam and schools run by hindu community as community schools are teaching hinduism unless you believe that the government schools are hindu schools which would be a very sorry thing to hear okay, in education okay 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 i'm running out of time quick last comment I, I, uh, to, to mr tiwari uh, everybody should learn all well, religions i think okay mr tiwari very quickly running out of time I think if you look at thousands of Kendra Vidyalayas across the country that start with Astoma Sadgamaya, this is this is a flawed version of of 
of thinking that RSS has, is putting on country, that we are your religion, fight with other religions. They are turning the diversity and rich history of India uh, and communities all to themselves for their political benefits and they sure. are succeeding. If they set out to, to, uh, to send wolves across the country and we are sitting out and debating why are those wolves not behaving like cows, they will not. It's a success of the Prime Minister okay. that the nation is at this stage. It is a success of okay. Martin, the okay. Party and Completely RSS running out of people time. are turning against each other in their quick, religion. Quick last comment, Ms. Lalita Kumara Mangala. Yeah. Uh, in this debate, what I have seen, the most unfortunate thing is the politicization of this debate. I have said this often enough. With all due respect to people from different parties across the board, I have been spokesperson of the BJP. And I know how much we have been attacked on many things. But to lay everything at the Prime Minister's door is both naive and, if you ask me, extremely short-sighted. Prime Ministers change. They come and go. We had Indira Gandhi, who was an extraordinarily sure. powerful lady. What happened when she died? We had those, 99, uh, those sick riots. The point is not that. The point is every one of us has to be committed to a change if we want to actually see the change okay. happen. It's All easy right. to find fault with others, but very difficult I, I, th I think whatever we are saying, let us not let this not be an intellectual conversation. Uh, the change has to be extremely exacting. Otherwise, we'll end up being a society which is extremely touchy about religion. And that is not good. We have to be open. Thank you very much for joining us on this discussion. We're stopping for a short break. An exclusive interview up next. All right, welcome back. Joining us right now is noted filmmaker, Mr. Ram Gopal Verma. Thank you very much, Mr. Verma. Uh, you are promoting your movie. So let's first talk about that. What is this film Hi. all about? Uh, can you tell our viewers about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Lanky is a, is a martial arts film, which is a first of its kind I made and, and as a genre which I never touched. And that whole thing comes from my... Uh, obsession for Bruce Lee when I was in my college days. So I just wanted to catch his spirit and to make a film uh, centered around a female martial artist. Yeah. And and uh, was that the inspiration, Bruce Lee? Yes, yes. But why did you wait just all this for? Bruce Lee being such a small man... Yeah, the, that's an interesting question because, um, you see, any film is an idea. Probably in the beginning it was not like I had, an, I was uh, in college days when I wasn't even a director, I was influenced uh, and impacted by Bruce Lee. And much later when I became a director, I used to copy some of the way he used to design action scenes, though there were no martial arts. Mm. Then at a point of time when I started seeing the contemporary martial artists like uh, Jet Li and Donnie Yen and uh, Tony Jaa, I always thought there was something missing in the context of what Bruce Lee managed to catch. And maybe roughly 10 years back I had started developing this desire to actually make a martial arts film. And then I thought instead of having a man, if it, because Bruce Lee one thing was he's a very small man, he's just 5'7 in height. And he made it look as if he can beat up big people or 6'3 and things like that. And I thought, why not take a step more further and make it into a woman? And a woman can beat up men if she's a martial artist, mm. is, I thought was an interesting premise for a film. And that's how the film happened. Very, very interesting. You know, Mr. Verma, uh, it's interesting that you talk about all of this because uh, I, I'm sure you must have heard and seen the headlines of uh, uh, a huge debate about uh, what is creative freedom and what is not. Uh, especially when you're talking about religion. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you this question because this is contemporary. There's a poster about Goddess Kali, a, a movie which uh, has been in question. The mm -hmm. filmmaker has also been questioned. She says that this is my creative freedom. On the other hand, people have taken objection. A member of parliament uh, commented on it in a certain context and there yeah. is an FIR against her also. What is your understanding of how much creative freedom is good creative freedom and where is that no-go? See, to start... I mean, to st I mean, first of all, I'm not very sure I understand the good and bad and even the word creative. I think it eventually boils down to freedom of expressing an opinion. It is not in the context of a filmmaker or a writer or, or whatever. I, I, I just think we are living in times when there is so much of intolerance about everything, not only about this particular issue, what you're talking about. 
and i think uh, the uh, see the whole point of freedom is if if unless you if only when you what you say offend someone that is when you need freedom otherwise you don't need freedom to start with you know i think uh, then see the the discipline of any society works on four things which is legal and which is moral and which is social acceptance and which is uh, probably ethics or whatever but eventually everything has to practically go by the law of the land and i think if the democratic of the constitution guarantees the freedom uh, to someone to express their opinion i think it only should go in the course of law of what whatever that is like you know i don't remember who it was i just saw someone who was talking about certain practices uh which happen towards gods and goddesses which uh, might not be absolutely unacceptable in some other parts of the same practice in the country or it might not be in the knowledge of some other people so i don't think it's about creative freedom i feel the only way one can measure it is whether it stands up to the prevailing law, law and the prevailing provisions in the constitution beyond that i think uh, any individual of any party or any community taking an objection and making a noise about it i think it's fundamentally unhealthy to a, a country which is a supposedly a democratic country very interesting assessment mr verma do you feel then as a newsmaker uh, beg your pardon since i am in the news business uh, i look at everyone as the as the newsmaker as a filmmaker uh, mr verma do you feel that uh, yeah. your your creative liberty to perhaps comment or make a film on religion has gone down or do you feel it remains unaffected or uh, a new set of rules must apply now to you i mean i mean if you see, were but, to experiment but, see but there's some things see there, there see there are, there are three things yeah see there are three things here one is a so called popular opinion which uh, which uh, which seems uh, popular because it is amplified on the social media and then it's a question of who's got the loudest voice and who's uh, speaks in the most uh, virulent manner in terms of uh, uh to make the point i think anything which comes on emotionally aggressive statement which tends to make news and people tend to take it seriously i mean that that is the whole point i mean the whole point of a social structure is to dumb down the emotions and bring rationality to it and which is the reason i said it only can be measured against is it allowed under the law and everything else i think is rhetoric uh, to start with yes people might take the recourse to law and file affairs and whatever but does that really stand up uh, at the end of the day i think is a question meanwhile it just becomes noise uh, which i don't know where it goes uh, at the end of the day but you know my final Those question do you, do you feel religion is a different shouting do you feel religion is a difficult subject to make films on especially now with hypersensitivity I mean, but that is what i'm saying see the where the see it was you know it used to be done quite a lot before even against religion even against mythology but i think in the days of the social media the opposition to it seems like very very amplified but i don't know if that is true or it seems like that is something which i'm not because like they say if a lot of people say a lot of people in the social media could be in hundreds but we are living in a country of 1.3 crores 130 crores sorry and uh, how many of them actually feel you will never know because uh, whether this is the tip of the iceberg or this is only a tip and not the iceberg is something i don't think anyone can really uh, put mm. their finger on it mm. interesting thank you very much mr ram gopal verma and all the best for your movie um, we'll definitely We'll definitely watch it. Thank you so much. Thank you.